And now for this week's patron shoutouts. In the House of Flame, we have Birdie Tam, Jade Smith, Cheryl Eisenhower, Cynthia Johnson, Francie Dillon, J.S., Katie Grant, Natalie Curry, and Pokela. And then in the House of Stone, we have Allison Connors, Krisha Dolan, Leah Tab, hi Leah, and Liv Matlin. And if you would like to support me, and through that support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Dillon. And now, for this week's blessing, May your next kiln load be as dank as today is. Because it's 420? Because it's 420. 420. Yeah, because it's 420. Blaze it. Right now. This is The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. We're on. All right. Yeah. We do it live. Yeah, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> we're amping ourselves up today because we're here earlier than we normally are. I feel like most uh, uh, pottery podcasts are like, hello, guys. How are you? Sponsored by Brent. Brent. Yeah, but we're just like, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So today on the mud peddlers yes we are actually going to be answering a listener question and it's funny because so i anytime i get a suggestion of yeah. you know somebody sends me a message or something or writes a comment and it's like hey you know i'd love to hear a topic about that about this i screenshot it and then i save it to a folder and yeah. so i was going back through that folder kind of thinking like okay like you know what what you know what what do we talk about today? yeah yeah and i found this comment and i did not realize that it was actually natalie and ray of pouty pottery we met them at Ensika. <clears throat> yes yes they're cool as f can i super cool can i cuss on our don't, podcast don't cuss because then i have to bleep it out and the editor edit has it. To, yeah, yeah no you're yeah, right and the editor is me don't want to make that person's job no any harder I, yeah please. i do have a temptation to cuss please real hard don't. right now though. i know i feel that yeah, i feel yeah. that but please because please not, yeah. for the future me That's please fair. do not okay, do that okay so anyway so what we're going to be talking about today is, I guess I will I will read. Yeah. You think it's okay if I read the rest of Yeah, the, the question's really easy. Honestly, good. Yeah. Go for it. All right. It's a so, good question. And it's also from, like, November. So when they say, watch the last episode, that was from, like, November. So anyway. Okay. Just watch the last episode. Loved it. Since you mentioned people suggesting topics, I thought I'd pitch you one that I personally really struggle with. I'm a beginner, entirely self-taught potter of two years, and I really struggle with being on the wheel for more than two hours. I love throwing, but after two hours, my creativity juices start to burn out, and I see the results of that in my work. I see other professional potters who will spend entire days on the wheel creating things, and I so envy that. I would love if you and Dante discussed tips and tricks for learning how to throw more pieces in a day, or how to increase your wheel time without draining yourself. Do with this request as you wish. Well, Natalie and Ray. We're putting it. We're putting it. We're, we're doing it. it. All right. So, so I have. And I, one. And. The basketball thing. Yeah, I get. I, I don't understand, balls. but I support you. I don't know sports balls. That's okay. I don't know sports. I know some sports balls. I know some. <laughs> they, they make a hole in one on the field goal. Yeah. Is that a thing? No, they don't. Oh, not a hole in one. <laughs> I know that much, Dante. All right. So, what are some of your like initial thoughts about this? Because I have many thoughts. I, I honestly have many thoughts too, but mine are okay. more mine are more rules that I've learned over time because I feel like I've been through this process as well. Okay. Just comparing, it's the Instagram thing where like you compare yourself to someone who's like ripped and seems like oh. they have an awesome life. And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm just a beginner. Oh, yeah. And also, by the way, like, for being, quote-unquote, beginners yeah. in this message when, like, they're saying this, like, they make hella good work. Yeah, they make so, good work. Yeah. Really like, good work. So, like, they may call themselves beginners, but they are not, they are, like, very skilled. 
Look, so. to be honest, I met, I met both of you, right? So, like, yeah. the cool thing that I appreciate both of you is that you're creative and you're not just... I meet so many people who are like, I want to be a ceramic... Or not that they're not creative. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just about to say, I think Dante's going on a rant again. I promise, here. I promise it's just... not that bad. I promise. But it's, it's like, I meet so many people who want to do ceramic artwork, but what they want to do is they want to copy other people's style. Like, they just want to... And I know I harken on this a lot. They just want to make swirly cups and sell them, and they think that's... The goal, they think that's like the godhead of ceramic mm. artwork. We all and know that Leto Atreides II is the godhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been, it's okay. I've been listening to the books of Dune. It's Carry okay. On. And if that's, if that's your thing for your artistic process and that's what like feeds you artistically, that's okay. But do, do not make a habit of looking at someone else's work and being like, oh, they're so much better than me. And they're on the wheel for hours and their juices are just mm. creative juice mm. everywhere. It don't, you can't constantly compare yourself to other people like you got to compare to what you were yesterday you know like improve yourself don't worry about them instagram with <laughs> pot next to their abs mm. there's trapping on pottery don't worry about <laughs> it like, you can't you just can't that's my little piece all right all right well i think okay so for me like yes i think the point of yeah of not comparing yourself to folks online is always like a solid a solid piece of advice it's toxic after a while yeah yeah, yeah. i do think there's a couple things that i can think of that have helped me like increase my time on the wheel and just in general just i guess be more creative on the wheel mm -hmm. and i think the biggest thing is that like so when i when i sit down on the wheel i can throw for like two three hours right. and and just kind of go but the biggest thing is that when I'm on the wheel, I'm not, I like, I've already decided what I'm making for that day. Right. So I think the, the, the biggest thing is that like, if you like do the prep work beforehand. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to decide like, okay, you know, I, I want to sit down on the wheel and I want to make a bunch of stuff. Nah. I feel like it's, it's better to have that list when you go into it because like yeah after you're on the wheel for a while if you're constantly thinking okay what am i gonna make next right. what am i gonna make like yeah that's super mentally draining oh yeah but no. yeah it's but like there's... picking out what you're gonna wear every five minutes like it's yeah just, no like after a while you're gonna run out of ideas for outfits mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but even just doing like a little bit of sketching beforehand because like what was it um a friend of mine I've, I've, i have so many friends getting married this year so anyway so so one of my friends who is getting married this year um uh, I wanted to make them something for their wedding right. and um, they ended up saying like oh well, you know if you could make a, some vases for us for our like table settings um, that would be amazing I'm like cool I got you and I'm also and then I sat down I'm like wow I haven't thrown a vase in like a long time yeah so what I ended up doing is in my bullet journal of course um I <laughs> of course in my bullet journal in my Billy Jr. um I I just sketched out like 10 or 11 different pot designs mm -hmm. and then when i sat down on the wheel like some of them i had to throw a couple times because you know i messed up or whatever right but um and it took me you know i don't know maybe like an hour and a half or something to throw those because again it was a, it was yeah. a new shape it just kind of takes longer yeah but having that guide already set up when i was like okay i'm gonna like compartmentalize the mental space of prep time and then once I actually get on the wheel, I'm not really having to think very hard. I mean, like, right. I am, but not in the same way that I am when I'm, like, planning stuff out. I should mention that that comes with experience. Like, I feel like a lot of people hearing, like, oh, I already know what I'm going to make when I get on the wheel. That kind of sends them the message of, like, you should you should plan out what you're going to make on the wheel. Mm, yeah, but yeah. for me personally, that usually came with experience. Like, I know oh, okay. people buy cups, so I know when I need more cups, I got to sit down and make cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the time on the wheel for me is not is not, I would want to say wasted, because no time is wasted time if you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to like spend time on the wheel 
not doing the thing that I want to do. That being said, there's 100%, like honestly, it's like 50% of my time on the wheel. It's just me going, what would feed me artistically? Like what, oh, okay. what can I make? It's very rare that I sit down and I go, I need plates. I need bowls. Oh I my God. Cups. See, that's exactly, that's what I do. I I'm don't like, do that. Oh my God. Okay. So tell me, tell me why you approach like your wheel time that way. It doesn't feed me. It just doesn't, it does not feed me as an artist to sit down and to say, I am making specifically to sell does not feed me as an artist because in my brain, they don't need to be separate to be fair. Right, right, right. They don't have to be at all. But in my brain, they're a bit separate in the mm. factor of like, I don't really enjoy making mugs that much. I mm. enjoy making like plates and uh, like big vases and yeah. like, I, li I like carving. And so I started to incorporate a lot of my carving into like my bowls and whatnot. And I like testing glaze. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, I don't, when I sit on the wheel, um, 50% of my time is like, well, what are people going to buy so I can keep doing this thing that I love? Okay. And the other 50% of the time is like, I've sold enough, uh, <laughs> I've sold I enough can... stuff to make a two foot vase that'll never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know I made it. Yeah. But yeah. It, it feeds me artistically. Okay. You know? So I, I think you can definitely do a little bit of both. Yeah. But I do, I do think that like, you should know, don't, don't think to yourself hearing that sentence like, oh, so I must know what I got to make on the wheel. That's yeah. You yeah. know, that, that's a good point. Like yeah. that's just that. I have found for me that that works with, with my brain yes. because I also like, I find like, cause for me and this kind of go, this kind of goes into, um, like throwing more pieces within a certain amount of time. Yes. Uh, I find that if I don't plan that stuff out beforehand, mm -hmm. I end up wasting a lot of time. Oh yeah. I'll and, monologue in my, Oh yeah. Talk to myself. <laughs> oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's just like, if I, I have found that it's just, for me, planning that out beforehand and it, it just makes me more efficient in general. Yes. And it also doesn't drain that like the the creative side because because I, I think like for me again like I really like compartmentalizing the creation side and the wheel side. When I sit down yeah. on the wheel, especially if it's a shape that I've made before, like I know, okay, I need to make oh, a yeah. bunch of steins or, you know, something like that. My, I love that I get to basically just let like, you know, yeah. muscle memory take over. You can and, then, zone out. and then I listen to podcasts. It's great. It's yeah. like, I, I, I am paying myself to listen to podcasts. Right. So, but, but I really enjoy having that sit down time beforehand where I, I'm like, and especially if I'm like planning out a new shape. Mm -hmm. I really like that time beforehand because I like, I may have a vision of what a cup might look like in my head, mm -hmm. but I like putting it in my bullet journal because it's like, so I also, I have the, um, my bullet journal is like a, it's like the grid style. Mm -hmm. So I like using that to measure things out. Right. So I can go, okay, like the, these, these new cups that I'm going to make are going to be, you know, four inches tall, That's smart. three inches wide on the internal diameter. And then yeah. the foot, you know, is going to end up being, you know, maybe two and a half inches wide. So right. that's how much like extra foot space. I can. So I like planning all that out. Mm -hmm. So when I sit down, it's like, okay, I'm just going to do the thing. And then that way I can wedge, you know, 20, 30 balls of clay. And then I'm just like cranking it out. And that, yeah. that for me is how, is how I do that. I'll say as a compromise to, to the way my brain kind of works mm -hmm. is that I'll do my production work because it's muscle memory. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like you said, it's, it's enjoyable. You listen to a podcast, watch some anime, put the, put the computer up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, by the way, if you're in the studio with the computer, make sure the computer is always on a surface that is higher than your work. <laughs> and thank me yeah. later. Like, you're going to think right now, like, no, it's right next to me. Thank me later. Mm -hmm. um, 
As a compromise to that, what I will often do is I will save things on my Instagram profile or I'll save pictures oh. of stuff that I've done before or I'll even look at an art magazine and I will find one thing I like mm -hmm. and I will fixate. A fi fixate? Uh, fixate. Uh, fixate. Yeah. Fixate. I will fixate on that one thing. So recently I saw someone who was carving trees. And I was like, I'm not really a fan of flowers and trees, but I do think it would go a long way to put that tool on my belt mm. to get better at carving like leaves in a mm. certain artistic sense. So what I'll do is I'll be like, I'm going to make three plates or three bowls right now yeah. and carve that specific pattern into them. Mm. For me, whenever I lose artistic juice, so, so to speak, what I usually do is I try... <laughs> We're trying very hard. <laughs> We're trying very hard. Not to be like, bro, you like juice. <laughs> Carry on. Um, I find it's a good compromise in between production work and artistic creativity. Mm -hmm. And if I'm trying to feed both, I find it's a good compromise to just find something that I attach to and try and incorporate it that in my style. The general consensus for me is to get better at using certain tools. Tools being like specific art styles or specific skills yeah so that i can build a better pot house later on right yeah so like if i see every skill as a tool on my tool belt mm -hmm. i see a certain type of hammer and i go oh i need to get better at using that hammer uh, i need to get better at drawing this one thing or sculpting this one thing or carving this one thing and if i do that when i decide to be like really like two foot base kind of creative mm. i might be able to incorporate that into my own style oh i like that and then that kind of sounds like you're just copying people's work but realistically no Trying to copy other people's work unless you're really trying to take that specific style, I think is a positive thing for beginners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, that's a positive thing for anybody. Like, yes. I mean, that's kind of one of the fun things about the, um, what is it, the imposter cup show? Yeah. I don't know if you if you see that on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the gallery that puts that on, but I mean, I think that's such a fantastic idea because yeah. these are all like extremely established, mm -hmm. uh, you know, skilled um, ceramic artists and right. yet you know when you try and do a different style that's not your own and yes. you try and copy somebody else's work you really learn a lot from that it's just like whether or not you sell it outside of yeah you know that's all that's well most all. of the time it doesn't turn out like how you think at all also yeah it only like I whenever I try and copy someone else's technique it turns out like I tried to make it but it came out my own way it mm -hmm. almost never mm -hmm. comes out exactly how the person made it. Right. Because right. it's really difficult to produce something that somebody's done thousands of times. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good compromise is to get another style and go, let me try to incorporate that into my work. That kind of circumvents the like, I need all this artistic juice flowing. <laughs> all the, I need to be a spring of artistic juice. <laughs> At all times. Like you, yes. you really don't. You really just need to practice the basics and then try to incorporate a little bit of creativity into those basics. So the, the day that those artistic juices are just bussing everywhere, mm -hmm. then you can really bust all over the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? I don't know why. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> is, that, is that slip on your hands or are you just happy to smell? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> I think I don't I don't think you have to choose one or the other. Like I think it's a false dichotomy. Like I'm either there... making production work or I'm super creative all the time. Those those are two those are two ends of the scale that you don't have to subscribe to. You yeah. can be in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you do like physically to help yourself when you have like a long throwing day? 
I know you tend to treat your 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 body like a but it's I realize a piece that. of equipment that I don't like operating. Yes, ever. and uh. you don't you don't like oiling it. You know you gotta you know you gotta treat your body like you treat your kiln. Gotta take good care of it. Don't like buy another kiln. <laughs> Can't buy another body. <laughs> um, one thing that it took me a very long time to learn to do, and I suppose this was kind of following like the self care aspect, yeah, yeah, yeah. is learning when to step away. Like mm. learning when like you know what I'm not feeling it today. I don't feel good. Don't like don't force it. Yeah. There there are times when you can push through based on how you feel when you're just like, "Oh, I just really need to do this and I get it's partially a job." Yeah. But I've learned that if I have free time and creative time, don't force yourself to be creative if you're not in that mental space mm. because that will very quickly ruin the vibe. Like very mm. quickly you will just not want to do it all together for a while. And I just you gotta learn when you're just like, I'm not feeling it. Like, put it down, not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay to come back. Yeah, it's, I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. I don't know that necessarily, like, pushing it through is, like, always gonna ruin the vibe. Like, I think it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's more, at least, like, for me, what yeah. I like to do is, like, you know, push, if I can, you know, I mean, again, and ultimately, like, there are some days where I have to push through no matter what mm -hmm. because like I have a deadline and it's like this is my That's soul, what I mean. This is my sole income, right? Yeah. So so there are some times where I can push, but it's like I can only push in short bursts. Of course, yeah. If I push for like months on end, like what was it? I think I've mentioned this before, but like like this is probably four or five years ago now. Um, I was like pushing hard for yeah. like four or five months you'll burn the engine out man i was just like i don't i was literally like if i have to keep doing this for the rest of my like ceramics career i would not rather yeah. not have a ceramics career it'll right? kill the vibe i'm yeah. telling you yeah yeah, yeah. long term but but, yeah. sh but short term if you push a little like sometimes pushing through that barrier i feel like like if you if you push that barrier a little bit and then it and then you kind of start getting into it yeah cool like solid but like like it's worth trying to get over that first hurdle. Yes, yeah, no. if, yeah. But I agree. If, yeah, I just I just don't want to send the message because like I agree that it's worth the effort to try and get to the like you have to try and then if you're not into it, step away. Yes, but yes, I just don't want to send the message of like because people ask me this quite often mm. where they're like, how do you deal with like depression on the wheel? And I can't oh. just be like, just push through it, bro. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That, like that's some toxic that, shit. If that's it's really if it's really bad, like if it's really there and you're not feeling it, then like step away. Yeah. But there is a small bit of space where the energy in your mental state is just right. And that's it's personal and different for everybody. Where like your artistic juices are flowing and it would be worth it in the moment to push through mm -hmm. if you're in the right headspace. Yes. You know, like something's there and you're trying to grab it from the void of your mind and it's just, <laughs> it's just not coming out, but like it's on the tip of your head. Yeah. The tip of your tongue brain. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I just, but I want to make it very clear. Like if you're just down bad, walk away, come back. Don't force it. Mm -hmm. Because the next time you're there, it just, if that keeps happening, it feeds into the cycle of like, I'm not good at this. And yeah. Like it's not, your depression's not helping the, the mental process of art. Despite what everybody thinks in like the art world versus like people who think about artists world, like we don't sit on the top of mountains and meditate. Oh, yeah. We're not, most of us are not like tortured souls that our <laughs> art becomes better because like, oh, Oh my, oh, my art, oh, my art becomes better because I suffer, oh, like, your depression's not gonna make your art cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, take care of yourself. It's, it's Very much, rare it's, cases. Yeah, no, it's much, it's much better to take care of yourself than it is to, yeah, yeah, push through because you think it's, yeah, because again, like you're saying, it's like when you're exhausted, it's like you can 
see that in you can see that in your work and i think like, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. You, you you don't know it in the time being either because you mm -hmm. make it and you're like oh this is this is basically my work yeah and then you wake up and you're like what the f was i thinking yeah <laughs> oh my I'm god i'm just saying I, don't force it yeah. if it's not if it's not your if the energy's not right yeah i know i feel like i believe it, it sounds like i believe in astrology and i think like sometimes too that break doesn't even you know that it can be a short break too like one of the one of the biggest things that i notice is that when i get like deep into a production cycle if i don't regularly get up like i it sounds simple but even just like like get up from get up from the wheel and stretch a bit like one of the like i don't know our our, our viewers will be able to see this but our, our dear listeners yeah. will have to pop over to the youtube if to you're see listening it. to but this like, we have a youtube channel we have a youtube channel and we gestate a lot <laughs> yeah ge gesticulate we will ge we'll ge gestate is like we are growing <laughs> No, we, we just stay alive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, but this is like a really simple stretch that you can do. So you're just like, hopefully y'all can see. Yeah. Um, and that, that will just kind of, you know, again, loosen up your wrist. You can, you can also just Google wrist exercises. Yeah. Um, having a back roller is also really good. A foam roller is tight. Foam rollers. Those things are amazing. Foam rollers yeah. are amazing. Yeah. And I didn't believe them in, until like, so I have a lot of people on my Instagram that come from different professions. And like mm -hmm. some are, some of you guys are doctors. Some of you guys are like, gym goers and so you know there's, yeah. there's like three of you who are personal trainers mm. you guys put me on all the like, they put me on they're like get a foam roller bro yeah get a foam roller and i'm like no that sounds weird like get one i promise you it's great they do wonders for your back yeah yeah and especially for ceramic artists and especially. potters who are like leaning over on the wheel it's like yeah you well, gotta potters be like why does my back hurt potters for eight hours a day <laughs> yeah. like a shrimp like <laughs> Oh Crust over, yeah. Quasimodo looking Potter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, for for real though. I mean, it's like that's yeah, that's you know, that's a lot of it. It's like you gotta give, you gotta give both your body and mind, you know, a bit of a, a bit I, of a break. I like, hate saying stuff like that, but it becomes more true as I get older. Yeah, no, you know? I, I think I think we just don't like some of that terminology because of like how that terminology is packaged. Yeah, but it's important. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything, guys. I know this is. A little bit of a shorter episode, but it's also nice to have a little bit of a lighter topic after, like, the deep dive of Etsy versus Squarespace last time. Dude. <laughs> you should also start taking notes. I know that's a weird yes. thing to say, but the amount of... Even me. You ever start, like, doing glaze experiments, like, design experiments, and you're like, I'll remember what these are. Oh, my God. Dude, for me... Don't it's, lie to yourself. Like it's that. not glazes. For me, it's always dimensions of things. Like... Yeah. Because I, I, I try and get, like, you know, like, a consistent like liquid capacity for things yes, yes so it's like when i do a new design like i'm like oh like i'll remember that this was like no, you two pounds four ounces of clay no no like you will i finally i finally freaking yeah. did a better job of recording a new design because i just started working on like plates and bowls again yeah and i actually passed me had my back and i yeah. actually wrote down the amount of clay that i needed and i'm <sighs> so glad because i, I would have completely forgotten just put it like get a little journal get a little bullet journal like a bullet journal. like Lindsay loves her bullet journal <laughs> Lindsay actually turned me on two bullet journals like yeah, two yeah, now. i have yeah, like a yeah. sketch journal and a bullet journal yeah, yeah yeah and just write down like the date and what you look the amount of people listening to this right now who are like yeah i'll do that and then they won't yeah i'll no. find you do <laughs> <laughs> even if you have to write it on a post-it note and yes. like stick it to your wheel yeah just like take a note and and just yeah no because yeah. it's it 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 it's important. Yeah. You know what I do is, you know that little swirly posted note thing they sell like Office Depot and whatnot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a pen and like that on the bottom right corner of my, my workbench. Mm -hmm. And every little test I do now, I write it down and I put it next to the pot for that 
correlating test. That's a hella good idea. And yeah. then if it turns out a good test, mm -hmm. I will then do it, like put it in my own bigger notebook later. Yeah. But like, please start writing them down. Yeah. Please start using Glazy. Start, start like any note uh, taking app, start writing them down. Don't be the person who I have been for like 10 years <laughs> where I'm like making a glaze in like it's specific gravity, 1.34, and I blended it for 10 seconds, and then I dipped it on three different layers on porcelain clay and red clay, and then I put it in an oxidation count at cone six, and I put a one hour hold on it, mm. and me, stupid, thinking I will remember all of that. Oh my God. And then doing three other tests next to it and thinking, <laughs> like, oh, they're all different, but I'll remember all of them. Oh yeah, totally. totally. No, you won't. No. <laughs> you no. will not. No. And a, another big thing that I will do, like, when I write down my notes, because, again, I do less glaze experimentation than you do. Yeah. But, like, if I'm working on a new, you know, mug design or, or vase or whatever it is that I'm making. So I measure how, mu how much clay I'm using, the height, uh, the width of the rim at the external diameter. Right. If it's a rounded shape, I'll also write down, like, okay, this is going to be the, you know, widest. Yeah, the widest point. The widest point will be, you know, these dimensions. And then I'll also sometimes write down, like, the estimated liquid capacity. Mm -hmm. So if I if I'm trying to make something that holds, you know, 16 ounces, I'll write that down and then come back to those notes later and write down, okay, like no, this held 14 ounces. So and you know, even though I threw it, you know, because of course clay shrinks, um, I threw it and it was four inches tall. Um, it shrank down to three inches. Yeah. So maybe I'll throw it an, I'll, I'll throw it an additional half an inch taller so that maybe that can bring it from 14 ounces to 16 ounces. For that clay body. For that, for that clay body yeah. and for that, you know, yeah. Cause, cause all of, there's so many, there's so many little things that you can write down that will help you out later, especially if you're trying to go for consistency. Mm -hmm. Now this is, I don't know if this, if this relates as much to uh, Natalie and Ray's question, but because it sounds like they're also interested in like how do you how do you stay creative on the wheel for making a variety of different shapes? Yeah. But having having like a catalog that you can go back to of all the different shapes you've worked 100%. on. Hundred percent. Super super 100%. helpful. I have one yeah. for my glaze. I have a folder on my computer that says co glaze combos. Yeah. And I write down what clay body, what was under, what was on top, and what cone. Mm -hmm. And there's so many times where I'm like, have I tested that glaze? Yeah. Or like, can I mix those two together? Like, what can I do creative with this glaze? The amount of time I've spent and wasted testing a combo that I've already tested yeah. before <laughs> because I didn't keep a catalog of my work yeah. is it, tons Tens of hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, this is making me want to, like, make a little, like, worksheet for people to fill out, you know? Lindsay trying to help the community. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, because then you could, like, stick it, you know, you could, like, either have yeah. your own little notepad, but then you could, like, or, like, stick it, have, like, a little page you could peel off and then stick in your bullet journal where you could write yeah. down all of those... Mm, I might need to do that. I think that's I think that's a good idea. I will say if you're a glaze a, a glazer like yeah. like me, where you test a bunch of glazes more so than you test like shapes like Lindsay mm -hmm. does, um, Glazy kind of has that planned out for you. So you can just go to glazy.org and just you create a profile. Mm -hmm. All the notes and everything are there. But if you're looking for something for designs, I have no idea. Like mm -hmm. I don't. Other than keeping your own book. I wouldn't know. Well, does Glazy, for Glazy, can you like, so you like would like take a picture of your own, so you can go back, if you use yeah. Glazy, you can like take a picture and like have all the notes that you did with that experiment yep. on it. Okay, that's cool. That's and cool. you can do, you can do multiple pictures. Mm -hmm. You can upload your own glazes. You can put it on other people, other pe so like if there's one called like khaki red, yeah. khaki tomato red, you can then put your pictures on their glaze with mm -hmm. your notes and how it came out differently. 
and have the proof and put the notes. And that's like, cool. That's cool. It's it's better than Facebook to me. Yeah. Like it's just I it's, it's I more guess, about community to be fair. It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Very communicative. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to just you know have your own little your own little bullet journal book and keep all your notes yeah, to yourself, yeah. that's also totally okay. Because frankly, yeah. with glazes, that's probably what I would do anyway. Yeah. Um, but it is also nice to be able to like have the, the pictures referenced there so you can actually yeah. see it. When you click on your own profile too, it shows all the pictures you've posted. Mm -hmm. So it kind of catalogs them for you. Oh, that's cool. If that makes sense. Glazy, please sponsor us. No. <laughs> Glazy, That'd be so freaking cool. Glazy, I love you. Uh, I did much. I did much. Not this much. Damn I. Damn much. Yeah, that <laughs> The last thing that I want to say is you should realize what quality versus quantity is as far as being on the wheel. Like, ah, yes. For, honestly, I would much rather be really creative and express myself artistically on the wheel for an hour than I would be like, oh, I want to go for three hours on the wheel and pump stuff out like other people. Like, I'd, I would much rather create five cups that feed me artistically than I would make the same mug over and over again for two to three mm. hours. A hundred percent. And I'm like, okay, let me plan out those five shapes, and I'll make ten of each of those okay. five shapes over the next, like, two days. Um, and that's, because I'm like, I gotta make money, man. Like, yeah, I love yeah. I love feeding the artistic soul. And again, we were talking about this yeah. a little bit before we yeah, had to yeah. turn on the camera. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I like, because that's, like, yeah. You gotta I mean, do like, both. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do both. But also... Well, yeah, no, you gotta do you gotta both. Do, yeah. You gotta do both. It's it's just that I think we're me and Lindsay, like if it's fifty fifty, Lindsay's more like, I got I gotta do money, dude. And I'm like, Yeah, I just I got enough money. Like I'm good. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't need like after a certain amount of money per year, I think I would just be like, eh. Like people who make like ninety thousand dollars a year, <sighs> I'm just like, what do you do? There's no way you need more money unless you just want bigger and better stuff. But like at that point, that's like that's like no. consumerism and materialism on a level that will never satisfy your soul. It'll just keep going deeper down the road. Like, I don't know what to do with you. Mm, you collect art and books and you travel to feed your artistic soul. I hate traveling. I could spend it. I could spend $90,000. I don't like cars. I hate them. They run off gas. They're slow moving bullets. They slowly ruin the environment. I don't like traveling. I like Sacramento. I'm surrounded by mountains. If we had a fight with another city, we'd win. We're surrounded. That's true. Yeah, we're pretty good. They mm. might flood us, but that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> Other cities. You might flood us, you but that's all you got. We're not, <laughs> that's all you got. Oh my god. I think to try and tie it up, I just don't want... I'm just going to speak directly to you. Okay. Alright? Am I speaking to both of them or just Natalie? Just both of them. At I the mean, same, well, also an, our entire audience. No, just you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't force the creativity. Forcing creativity will kill creativity really quickly. That, like... That's debatable. That's debatable, but also, like, well, it depends. It's like forcing yourself to work out. Like, you still get benefit from it. It's just... Anyway. Like, I just I just don't want... Here, here's what I want you guys to do, right? I want you to realize the habits and the day that you've gone through and the type of mental space that you go through and maybe keep mental track of it so that you know when you feel good on the wheel and when you feel bad on the wheel, right? Mm. Your goal is to make the experience of being an artist, I mean, whatever you want, I suppose, but for me, it's to get fed creatively, but I need to be in the right headspace to feed myself creatively. That's not on, like, the hierarchy of needs, right? <laughs> it's like food, yeah. sleep, shelter, shelter, slapping cheeks, and then, like, it's <laughs> not like creating pottery. Like, that's not at the top of the level. You just did a me thing. 
You just totally did amazing. That's cute. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they say that people pick up on each other's habits when they yeah, like, no, you're right. Oh my god, that yeah. makes me so happy. I yeah. say things. I say you things all the time. So I'm glad that I finally. Ha. Ha. Anyway. Anyway. anyway sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I, I just want you to understand that it takes a certain mental space to be like being creative for most people is not a natural state of being like like you kind of have to think about it and then learn how to hone it in your own way and my only real advice to you is learn the habits and the mental space that you need to be in in order to express yourself and have that juice right mm. because if you try and force it it doesn't it doesn't really come as easy and there might be some drawbacks like the ability the the negatives from looking yourself in the mirror and then going like, oh, I'm not creative today. And then doing that for a week straight gets mm. you into a rut and that rut kills the creativity. And then like some people just get depressed and they think they're bad at art because they're depressed or they're depressed because they're bad at art. Like it's, yeah. you don't want to get in that headspace where you just let it drag on. You like understand, notice the habits that you need physically and mentally to be in that mental space in order to make yourself feel safe enough and open enough to be in a creative space so you can be creative mm. that's far easier for me than just sitting down and being like i gotta be creative <laughs> like there's steps before that that need to be taken care of in order for you to be in that space yeah i like that that's, I like all, that. that's, that's all a really that's a really yeah. good point yeah i guess my main summary is i guess i have two two main points First of all, for just throwing throwing longer on the wheel and just being more, I guess, like productive when you're on the wheel, uh, just take take breaks physically, take breaks throughout the day. And, you know, that means like doing some stretches, you know, taking five minutes to just kind of move around. And that just in terms of taking care of your, uh, in terms of taking care of your body, that'll be good. And and then the other, other side of that, um, for being more creative longer on the wheel, my advice, or at least I'll say what works for me, mm -hmm. is doing the creative planning beforehand yeah. so that I'm not, uh, or so that I'm more prepared to make what I want to try and make on the wheel. Yeah. And this this last part kind of ties in with what you were just saying about like, do, like, be aware of what you need to do to get yourself in the creative mental space yeah. to, to feel creative. Yes. One of the other just kind of general things that I'll do is uh, I love using Pinterest to keep track of uh, things that inspire me. And I, we actually, we talked about this on an earlier episode, but that's a really like, <laughs> that's a really nice way to have um, a sort of backlog of creative ideas so that when you actually do sit down to go, okay, I'm gonna be creative, you're not working with a totally blank slate. Like you, you can go back and look at, okay, like, let me look at my, mug board on Pinterest. What were the kinds of things that interested me throughout the last, you know, month or so or mm. week, you know, however long so that you, you, when you do sit down to be creative, you, again, you're, you have things to pull from so that you're not just right. sitting and going, uh, <laughs> I think it's so, also good to like, if you have a Pinterest board or some, something that you take notes on like that, yeah. go through it like once every five months and see where you are in comparison to what you used to like. Even for me, I'll often go back to my old notes and be like, uh, I know how to do that too well now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not that I'll stop doing it, but my brain goes like, you got that down, move on to something else. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. That's pedestrian now. <laughs> you know. My favorite thing is going, because I have two different Pinterests. One of them. Of course you do. One of one of them. Well, because of, I'm always terrified that I'll accidentally post some of my fandom stuff to, 
to my like professional Pinterest account. But I love looking back through because I'm like, oh, this is when I was into this ship. This is when I was into this oh. ship, and I can track this ship. I do the same thing. Eighty percent of it. What you what you Destiel. do? What you eighty <laughs> percent of it's Destiel. What you do is an organized guy who likes the more adult side oh. of videos. Mm. Is you make like a little collection. Right? But then, like, after a year or so, you go back and you're like, what was I into? Oh, my God. You're like, oh, I need to take the bookmark off. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Oh, my I'm God. I'm past that now. Ugh. I'm a curly-haired man now. Oh I was in a blonde? For today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled, but you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today, or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.